Hello and welcome to Daily Disciples Podcast. My name is Tony Lee Adamson. I'm Bobby Brooks. And we are here today to continue our Women in the Bible Bible study. We're going to be talking about the witch or the woman of Endor. And Bobby, why don't you get us caught up in the story of Saul? Okay, well... We've been in the Old Testament, and we're in the book of First Samuel, and actually today's reading is First Samuel 28, but to give you a little summary of what's happening in history during this time, there's been an ongoing battle between King Saul and the Philistines, where David enters the picture and kills Goliath, then Saul develops a deadly hatred for David over jealousy because the people cried out that though Saul has killed thousands, David has killed tens of thousands. So the battle between Saul and David was happening and the battle between Israel and the Philistines was intensified during this time. And Saul had gone to the temple to ask the priest to intercede for him to hear from the Lord. He had used the Urim and Thummim, kind of what they were given in the days of Moses to ask a question, and they would use these two stones or these articles, and that would give an answer from God. Bottom line is Saul was not hearing from the Lord, and his priests weren't telling him anything. The prophets weren't telling him anything. So he decides to go to a medium, and this particular medium was afraid because Saul, ironically, had kicked out all of the mediums and sorcerers from the land. This story is the woman who acts as a medium for King Saul. And that's where we pick up in 1 Samuel chapter 28. Now it happened in those days that the Philistines gathered their armies together for war to fight with Israel. So as I said, there's been this, ever since Saul was king, He's been in a battle with the Philistines. And Achish said to David, and David's been on the run during this time, you assuredly know that you will go out with me to battle, you and your men. So David said to Achish, surely you know what your servant can do. And Achish said to David, therefore I will make you one of my chief guardians forever. Now Samuel had died during this time, and the Philistines and David are now in cahoots together. So for a period of time, David goes and lives with the Philistines. So in Saul's heart and his mental state of torment, this is just too much. His enemy of enemies is together. Well, in verse, in verse 5, when Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart trembled greatly. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him, either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. So, as I said, he was out of options. And he decides in verse 7, he says to his servants, Find me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said to him, In fact, there is a woman who is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself and put on other clothes, and he went, and two men went with him, and they came to the woman by night. And he said, Please conduct a seance for me and bring up for me the one I shall name to you. 
Now Samuel has died, but the woman said to him, Look, you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off the mediums and the spirits from the land. Why then do you lay a snare for my life to cause me to die? And Saul swore to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, Bring up Samuel for me. Samuel was a very trusted prophet and judge and the one who anointed Saul to be king. So this is what he, who he turns to for advice. Verse 12, when the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice, and the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. So even though he disguised himself, she is actually seeing into the spiritual realm and recognizes that he is Saul. So she is acting as a spiritist or a medium. And the king said to her in verse 13, Do not be afraid. What did you see? And the woman said to Saul, I saw a spirit ascending out of the earth. So he said to her, What is his form? And she said, An old man is coming up, and he is covered with a mantle. Saul perceived that it was Samuel, and he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed down. That shows how much respect he had for Samuel, even as a dead spirit or the fact that he is showing himself and he's recognizing this is really happening. In verse 15, now Samuel said to Saul, now this is Samuel's spirit comes up and we know this is Samuel because of what he says to Saul. Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul answered, I am deeply distressed for the Philistines make war against me and God has departed from me and does not answer me anymore neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore I have called you, that you may reveal to me what I should do. Then Samuel said, So why do you ask me, seeing the Lord has departed from you and has become your enemy? And the Lord has done for himself as he spoke by me. For the Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor, David. Because you did not obey his voice of the Lord, nor execute his fierce wrath upon Amalek, therefore this, this day the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with you into the hand of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. So he basically has predicted Saul's death. Immediately, Saul fell full length, all on the ground, and was dreadfully afraid because of the words of Samuel. And there was no strength in him, for he had not eaten food all day or all night. And what ends up happening is that the woman ends up feeding Saul and his men before the next day happens. At verse 25, so she brought it before Saul and his servants, and they ate, and they arose, and they went away that night. And the next day, Saul and Jonathan were killed in the battle against the Philistines. The witch of Endor, or the woman of Endor, she's called a witch because she, T.L., intercepted or interceded with the spiritual side that was real. But the Old Testament, and God told Moses, do not engage with sorcerers or witchcraft or psychics if you will like we have psychics today and horoscopes like those things we are not to delve into 
The Lord is against all of that. He tells us if we worship anything that's created, the sun, the moon, the stars, trees, animals, people, anything that's created, it is considered adultery or idolatry. So this woman was forbidden to do this. And yet, this is the person Saul asked for because there is a level of truth in it. The truth is not the truth that's going to save you. It's not going to set you free. It's going to put us in bondage to things that are created. The Lord was against it because it tends towards darkness, not towards light. Now, we hear of people saying, well, what if they're a good witch, like Glenda the Good Witch on Wizard of Oz? Or what if it's the White Witch, which they're, they're not into evil. Anything that's not for the Lord, the maker of the heaven and the earth, we cannot go seek counsel spiritually. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of questions about how this occurred and why God did this, because the Lord allowed the woman of Endor, the witch of Endor, to actually see Samuel. In verse 12, it says, When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice, and the woman spoke to Saul, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. She saw Samuel. And in verse 14, What is his form? And she said, An old man is coming up, and he is covered with the mantle. So this is the real Samuel. It wasn't a demonic spirit, which is most likely what she was used to talking to, were spirits of the earth that were part of the fallen angels that were cast out of heaven with Satan. And there are people today who summon those types of spirits. But like you said, unless we are following the Bible's teachings— and we are truly seeking the Lord's voice, we are to stay away from any type of spiritualist or psychic or person that foretells things or gives us guidance or any activity, Ouija boards, horoscopes, games, certain types of activities that, seances, for example, anything that we do to summon those spirits, it really can create a lot of trouble. But sticking to the Bible story, this woman was used to give Saul a message from Samuel himself and actually tell, foretell of him and his ultimate destruction and why, because he was disobedient to the Lord. Now we've had many questions say, but how can the fortune tellers actually know these things? And you've probably heard stories, too, that I went to the fortune teller. They told me so many things that were correct. Well, Satan knows the past. Satan knows the present. And Satan and his minions or his demons put thoughts and tents in people's hearts. So can you predict if you know all those things and you know human nature because you've been around human nature longer than that? person like longer than we've been around yes the issue comes into this we're not seeking the counsel of god and 
Satan is a murderer and a liar from the beginning. So he can only assume the future based on his own handiwork. And it completely takes away having faith in the Lord. As a believer, Paul says to pray for the gift of prophecy. Prophecy is not only predicting the future in the things of God. It's also understanding through wisdom, knowledge, and discernment, the future of your life. A lot of us do not understand prophecy because it has not been taught as a primary gift to pray for like Paul instructed us to have. But I know many Christians, including myself and Bobby, who hear the Lord, who pray over people and know things, and have the gift of prophecy that's in Christ. If you have a desire to really seek the Lord, he will reveal things to you, and those things are spirit and truth, not death and destruction. That's right. The Lord talks to us and shows us things in a manner consistent with his word. Anything that we hear or think we hear or get as a message needs to be confirmed in the in the Bible in the word of God because left to our own minds we will wander into places that are not of God and it happens often and it happens without us even knowing it and we can be led astray by our own thoughts if we're not grounded in something that we've read in the Bible to confirm oh I had a dream or this thoughts come into my head or I've been praying about something, and I, I, I see something. And there are times that we will see people, places, and things or hear things that we get confused about, and we look for signs. You know, how many times, T.L., do we, we look for physical signs in the world to confirm something that's God? Mm-hmm. And even messages, sermons. If we're spending our days with the Lord, then when we hear things, It should be a confirmation of what you're already studying or what I'm already studying. So when I go to church, I am listening for things that confirm what the Lord has been saying to me in my daily reading. We have to understand that we're in relationship with the Lord. Paul says, what would a believer have to do with things of demons, of things that's in Corinthians? Why would... A believer want to engage with pagans or pagan worship or anything that has to do with demonic activity. And God clearly called mediums, spiritualists, witches, demonic. So you could say, oh, but they're good and they're right. And they, yes, there's a level of truth to everything because we live on a world that was constructed based on the truth of God. Even the fallen demons know God. God still deals with Satan or Lucifer. In the book of Job, Satan goes before the Lord. So it's not that God doesn't use everything he does. He uses everything. He's in control of everything. He's the one that creates light and darkness. He's the one that causes good and calamity. We stand in fear of God because he is in charge. 
That's why we don't want to be led astray by a negative force, an angelic negative force that wants to destroy the good things of God, which happen to be you. Yeah, and actually there are ways that they can lure us with false hope, false false teachings. So false endings. Whenever Saul goes to see this woman, he is doing it out of desperation because he does not hear from the Lord in his dreams or through the prophets. We oftentimes begin to look for the Lord in the wrong places whenever we don't receive an answer to our prayers or we don't sense the Lord moving or working in our lives like he has in the past. So we need to be careful because in this situation, God definitely intervened. And this woman who was a witch who most of the time worked with demonic spirits was totally surprised when she saw Samuel and Samuel revealed Saul's true identity to her because he disguised himself because he was embarrassed because he knew it was wrong. Even even a bad king knew it was against the laws of God. So we need to be careful not to seek after people who promise they have answers. And it can happen in our own churches. It can happen with, with people who woo us with answers or with visions and dreams and prophecies over us. If it's not grounded in the Word of God, and if you can't go home and find it in Scripture and hear it from the Lord to you personally, then you've got to be aware that that person may not be speaking for the Lord. There's so many times that people will come up and say things to me that's from the Lord. And I have to go check with God myself just to make sure I don't just listen to a person. We're not called to listen to the people who are speaking over us without going to the Lord and to the Word ourselves. Mm -hmm. Confirmation. Right, because we have the relationship with the Lord. The only way to really grow in that confidence is by being in the Word of God and in prayer and actually watching the Lord work through your prayer life. Mm -hmm. That's so exciting when you, when you know, wow, God did that. This is a yeah. God thing. And in this situation, it was bad news. This woman said the truth. Saul did die the next day. But the way he handled it, you know, he was yeah. on a path of destruction anyway. He yeah. wanted to kill God's anointed. So right there, you know, God closed up his word to Saul completely. He was very fearful when he saw the army of the Philistines. And, and David had joined the Philistines at this point. I mean, I, I think his fear was overwhelming after David even killed Goliath. He was a fearful man. And he didn't have a lot of courage. He ends up disguising himself out of shame and embarrassment. And in fear, goes to this woman who is afraid when she sees Samuel. And he says, do not be afraid in verse 13. Do not, he tells her, do not be afraid. What did you see? Fear is a tool of the enemy, and it led Saul down a path of seeking something that was the truth because God intervened. But we are not to seek after spirits or people who talk in spiritual language without the Word of God as our foundation. So that is the story of the Witch of Endor. She was a woman in the Bible. She's in our series. We wanted to cover her at least briefly this week. 
1 Samuel 28 is your reference chapter. So spend some time reading the story and pray about things in your life that you may be seeking after that are not of God and His Word. If, you're, if you have Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you can comprehend the Scriptures and not be seeking after witches or psychics or spiritists. Mm-hmm. So that's the message for this week's Daily Disciples podcast. Hope you enjoy it and spend time with the Lord. I'm Bobby Brooks. And I'm Tony Lee Adamson. And we hope to see you soon. soon.